Ramble. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of You Can Sit With Us. Yay! I'm Becky. I'm Maggie. I'm Ariel. And I'm Rachel. You may know us as the Tri Wives and Tri Producers. (laughs) But we're so much more than that. Yeah. Maggie. Maggie's a nurse. Yeah. I hate talking about myself. Um, What else? I'm a dog mom. You're uh, too precious for this world. Yeah. Yeah, That's Um, true. That's Ariel. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally everyone. design. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I dabble in both of your guys' interests. I like makeup and I like design. I like... Zach. Babies. (laughs) And I like Zach. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. But but you are are not just a nurse. You are a pediatric nurse. Oh, yeah. So I work with kids. Mm -hmm. I've been a nurse for five years now. Can you believe? Can you even believe? (laughs) Tell us about yourself, Becky. Well, I'm Becky. Hello. Bex. Bex. Yeah. Yeah, Becky's been been launching this campaign for everybody. I do. I've been trying for like five years to change the narrative to get the Y gone. For like like a month, I went by Bex with an X. And then my mom literally just made fun of me forever. Were you like 13? (laughs) I was like 25. I said it in front of my mom once, like at a restaurant. And I was like, Bex, and the girl goes, how do you spell it? And my mom goes, yeah, how do you spell it? <laughs> <laughs> and the shade us. dies. Shade. The shade of oh it all. But I was like, Why do you want to drop the Y? It's like Maggie. When I was um, probably in college, like when I was like making like a whole new group of best friends, um, I didn't want to go by Maggie anymore. <gasps> I never liked Maggie. I picked Maggie when I was in kindergarten, but my real name's Margaret. Oh and so did you ask my parents assimilated Margaret? to America very fast. So I was supposed to be Margarita. But <gasps> wow. she was like my a mom, delicious name. My mom's like, everyone's gonna make fun of her. Let's cool. name her Margaret. So I wanted to go by Mari, but it just never caught on. Mari. <gasps> well Ooh. I'm I'm gonna say it right now. I will call you whatever you want me no, to. No, it's call Maggie. You. Okay. Hi, Hi. You. Becky introduced herself as Rebecca to me. Oh when there was I also met- that time. <laughs> You were going by Rebecca. I wonder if there's ever been to be a day where I'm like, call me Margaret. Yeah. I feel like I feel like when you are being reprimanded, you get called Margaret. Margaret. I have like Margaret who calls me Margaret. And she says it with a little I my name I have tried so hard. I it has been nearly 35 years of having this name, and I cannot shorten it to anything fun. I swear. Ariel's the R name. Yeah, I could, I could Riri. be Ari, but that's like, that's a man's name. Ariel is is a man's name as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Ari yeah. from The Bachelor. Ari. The worst Bachelor ever. Juan Pablo. Oh, okay. Come on now. We got a lot. There's tomato, a lot tomato. to choose from. <laughs> we got that Chris guy who's like going to jail. <laughs> Wait, the, the virgin? No, no, no. That's, that's Colton. Colton. And fun fact, Colton went, oh, well, they did break up, but the other fun fact, Colton and I went to college together. We were in college at the same time. Are you surprised? Put up a picture of Becky. Put up a picture of Colton. And tell me which one you think is older. (laughs) Colton is like three years younger than me. Really? It's obscene. Yeah, he's like, I think he's like 27 or 28 right now. And I was like, this is obscene. But whenever I say that and someone's like, do you know him? I was like, no. (laughs) No, No, I didn't know him. How many people went to your school? 
A lot. It was, it, was, it was Illinois State University. Right. It's not like you're walking around and you're like, what's oh, up, Colton? What's up? <laughs> I see what you're saying. I was like, no, I didn't go to a small school. <laughs> so there's no Ariel nickname. There's absolutely no Ariel nickname. I, I had a close group of girlfriends in uh, middle school, and uh, they called me really for uh, like really? a hot second. Yeah, like, really, really? Like, really? Really? Like, really? Like, really? Oh my gosh. And that didn't last very long. It just, it never caught on. It sounds confusing. It, it is confusing. Like, like really? are you talking to me or yeah. are you just exactly. making a statement or a question? Oh, so, so I just stuck with Ariel. I like it. Yeah, we'll I like Ariel. I, like it I also like my wife. My wife. That's your nickname, my wife. Yeah. I think that's why we gave Wes a nickname. Just like a built-in nickname, mm-hmm. so that he just had one. Ariel, you've got a toddler. I do have what, a toddler. What else about you? Well, we haven't heard about you yet. We haven't heard about All you. All that we know yet. is your name. We have yeah. Bex. Bex. <laughs> this is Bex. This is Bex. <laughs> Rebecca. Who do you Rebecca? live with, Rebecca? Yeah, who do you live with? I live with Keith, your cat, <laughs> Keith Habersberger, my husband. And my cat, Alfred, (laughs) we just got him. He's like a question mark of how old he is. He's Mm -hmm. like my favorite thing in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Only seconded by clean beauty, the environment, Mm -hmm. and TV and movies. (laughs) I like was trying to... In that order? I don't know if it's that order. It would be very hard to like write down what I love the most. But I think I would choose things with a heartbeat over pop culture. Would you you choose Alfred over the environment? Oh, Jesus. I mean, honestly, we kind of are choosing Alfred over the environment because, like, kitty litter is not. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way to make that, like, sustainable without. You can teach him to pee in the toilet. Well, not in a coastal city because cat feces has yeah. parasites. What? Because the first thing I thought was, like, oh, I'll just scoop his poop and throw it in the toilet. Uh-huh. But I was like, I should Google if it's going to break my apartment if I do that. Wait, you can't You can't throw um, cat poop specifically i don't know about dog poop but cat poop i don't has- put bowie's dog poop in the toilet yeah. for those of you no, <laughs> why would I you w- because yeah. of the garbage yeah. Eco. <laughs> just kidding in like urban cities apparently rats survive off a of dog poop because it has all the nutritional needs that it needs so everyone pick up your dog poop i see dog poop on the streets of la all the time y'all are nasty pick it, it up, pick it up pick it up pick it up gross i step in it all the time my child picks it up. It's it's weird. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. He'll he'll point at it first and go poo poo, and we'll be like, yeah yeah, please don't touch it. Please don't touch it. But because we're so worried about him touching it, he's like, oh this is fun. Yeah. He's he's in he's at that age. He's at that age where he's like, no, how about I do it yes. anyway? <laughs> yes. yes. So I'm Ariel. Oh, I have a toddler uh, who. It's quarantine. He's taken over my life. Um, he's also like two and a few months. And I think that age is just, it, it just, they are a little whirlwind. You know, mm-hmm. he like, I put away all his toys at night and he takes them all out in the morning. And it, it it's like, it happens maybe five times throughout the day. I'm teaching him to put them away. I am. And, <laughs> and sometimes he does it. But sometimes he does not. And it turns into a an argument, which ends up with crying on one side and crying on the other side. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Anywho, before I had a kid, uh, I also had other things that I did. <laughs> I I'm, I'm also an interior designer. I am designing the guy's new office. Yes, so I know. I just chose the countertops and the uh, the 
the cabinets for Ooh, the space. I know. We're going to have cabinets. You're going to have cabinets and countertops. It's going to be so fun. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you want to know what they look like? I mean, it's like they're going to be like shaker, black on the bottom, white on the top. And the countertop's going to be white. But instead of doing like a marble look, because that felt too, a little bit too like, I don't know, uh, it felt kind of excessive for a, an office. Mm-hmm. So we went with like a white um, sort of granity, uh, but not sparkly kind mm-hmm. of look. How many bathrooms are going to be in the new office? Well, there are two bathrooms. Let's get back to poop. Let's there get is, back to poop. There is a, a female bathroom and then there is an all gender bathroom. Uh, but they each have two toilets. So mm. we're talking four total toilets in the space there's at least 50 people at my work and we only have one bathroom (gasps) unventilated (gasps) yes (gasps) welcome to a hospital how how did we not know that it's just like well you can't poop in the same bathroom as patients so they just put all the staff into one bathroom because it's like oh my doctor is in the sink like washing his hands next to me and can you go to another floor and we don't have a break room (gasps) we don't have a break room where do you keep your snacks I have to go outside and eat at a picnic table. This is not what Grey's Anatomy taught me. They had a full-on cafeteria. They had a locker room in which everyone was always naked. You could always have sex there. Free shift and post-shift. He knows what's up. So I'm just going to come to the Try Guys office and pretend I work there and be like, (laughs) we have designed it so that there are extra desks for just people that want to hang out. (laughs) That's you guys. That's us. That's us. And Rachel and Nick have their own office and it is it is like the smallest. It's going to be the coldest, darkest office (gasps) of all of them. No. Um, Cold? It's probably going to be cold. Yeah. I was, I know, I know, but I was very uh, concerned. I know I was, I, I actually was talking about this with, with Vic, who's like the, the contractor guy. Um, so, so the, uh, the air conditioning unit, there's mm-hmm. three different air conditioning units in the like space. And one of the air conditioning units is for that, the guy's office, your office and the conference room. Mm-hmm. And I know that and and the dial is going to be in the guy's office of course and so i'm gonna change it. you're you're gonna you're they're gonna, gonna hear you're gonna this freeze you're gonna freeze and later on they're gonna be like why does our air conditioning keep going off because i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna I change know, Keith will I not know. Keith will not allow it 100 and degree nor, nor will, will not allow it nor will ned ned's gonna have it at like 72 <laughs> oh, all the time 72 is fine really i have i have i have to have like it at 78 in my house 78 <laughs> We I can't have what? cold air blowing on me for some reason. Well, it just gets are. too cold. Yeah. Eco queen. Like, I, I mean, mean, it's better for the environment. I don't. I, we shit. keep it at like 74 in our house. So okay. 72 is like, oh, cold, but okay. But I just can't deal with the people who are like 68. I'm like, no. So I think I've That's taught me. Ned that 68 is is unheard of. Unheard of. Unheard of. I have the Unless heat it's on winter. 72 as well. <laughs> heat 72, cold 74. I like breeze on me. I wish we had a ceiling fan in our apartment, but you I like just, cold air. I like air just like on me when I'm sleeping, mm-hmm. and but I have to be bundled, so it's like oh, my little yeah. face <laughs> airing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, cold air at night when so I'm nice. when I'm in a blanket, absolutely. But if I'm sitting on the couch watching television and there's cold air blowing on me, I'm like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Absolutely. But you know, I was thinking, you share an office with Nick. Nick is probably Nick probably runs hot. He does. You know, and you look really good in sweaters. So 
I don't know. It seemed like a win-win. I'm going to cover up my vent. (laughs) I'm duct taping the vent. We're going to get you one of those like little heating things and you can be a little rotisserie, Rachel. (laughs) Rotisserie. So guys, I made a huge mistake last night. Uh, What did you do? uh, Well, I mean, what didn't I do? But uh, we switched West to a toddler bed for some (gasps) reason that I can't even fathom now. Uh, (laughs) Yesterday, we thought it was a great idea. And just switched his bed because we stopped shooting at two. And and so both Ned and I were like, huh, what should we do today? Uh, let's put Wes in a toddler bed instead of his crib. <laughs> when there's absolutely no problem with his crib. He doesn't like try to climb out or anything like that. We were just like, this seems like a good idea. Against doctor's yeah. orders. I've, I've literally asked my doctor every time we go to the doctor. And she's like, no, 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 you should wait. You should wait. I'm like, mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> nope. We didn't wait. So we put him in a toddler bed last night. We like switched. It was, it was like a really easy thing where we have the crib where you just take a side off and then you put the new side on. Wesley <laughs> fell out of <gasps> bed last us. night. Yes. So we put him to bed at like So it was just like free, like open. It, it's, it's not completely side. open. It's like there's a, it's like a half crib part where there's almost it's it's almost like a little barrier mm-hmm. where they can kind of look up out of it but they can't really climb over but then there's a, a small area about a foot long maybe a little bit more than a foot where it's open so that they can climb out oh and we thought that was great and he loved it too oh my goodness he was so excited about being able to climb in and out of his own bed mm-hmm. but then after he went to sleep at like 7 30 we're watching him on the monitor and, and he went to sleep great he, he didn't try to climb out or anything like that i was petrified that he was going to be like, oh, look, I can climb out of my bed now. I'm going to climb in. I'm going to climb out. I'm going to go get mommy and daddy when they're watching TV. find all the knives in the house. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did not, I did not sleep last night because he, I, I was so afraid that he was just going to get out and start wandering around the house. But he, he didn't, uh, he fell asleep just fine. But, but like, but he, he, um, he he normally sleeps at one end of the bed and that was and that's the end of the bed that has the like the little railing but f- for some reason he slept on the other end of the bed last night and in, so it was probably like 11 p.m. Ned and I were fast asleep as you guys know we go to sleep very early um <laughs> like 11 and uh, <laughs> and we just hear this like thump ah! oh, oh, sorry Miles I thought I changed the <laughs> yeah and, and poor kid had just fallen Nothing. out of the bed and just surprised himself and woke up on the floor. And I was like, oh he God. like slipped out. Yeah, I think I think he just sort of rolled out. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Ned said this morning that he ran in there and Wes was standing. He was standing next to his bed. Like, just looking really confused. <laughs> what happened? I so know. what happened after that? You brought him into your own bed? I wish. No. So he, I think he was still basically asleep. Mm-hmm. So Ned like held him for, it was probably 20 seconds. It felt like five seconds. And he just fall, fell, just fell back asleep on Ned. Bye. And Ned laid him back in his bed and he slept for the rest of the night until it, about 5.30. And he usually wakes up about 6.30. But at about 5.30, he sat up in his bed. And I think he realized that it was different. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, awake. <laughs> awake 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 <laughs> so, so that that's that i mean in knows in west words. talk he, that's that's mommy come get me uh, yeah i'm ready awake 
funny. <laughs> and so I walked in there and I said, Wes, you know, you can climb out of your bed. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he climbs out of his bed and starts to wander around. Um, but we switched back. You did. We switched back. And not because I don't think he can handle it. Uh, because I don't think I can handle it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't handle the pressure of potentially having a toddler wandering around the house at like yeah. odd hours. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. One of my friends actually has one of these lights for her kids and like has taught him. He's, I think he's like four now. But the light, you're not allowed to go and walk around the house until the light turns on. Wow. So he like waits yeah. there. Like, it's a, it's a he's waiting for alarm clock. He's like, mommy said, can't walk around. And yeah. the light turns on. He's just like, my friends have this too. <laughs> like at 6 a.m. it turns yellow or whatever. And they're like, oh, now it's okay to get up. You have yeah. to stay in your room before this though. That is. So we, it's a safety thing. It's also that. like a sanity thing. Yeah. Do you imagine like Wes walking around like 4 a.m. thinking it's like 7? I know. Like, awake, awake, awake. I mean, so my dream is that he will wake up at 4 a.m., but then open up his door, open up our door, and climb into our yeah, bed. Yeah, for sure. And then cuddle. I would love that but i don't think that's going to happen a because we have not taught him to do that <laughs> and b because i think ned would then immediately be like mm, no it's time to go back into your bed but i might have switched ned over to how wonderful it is having wes sleep in the bed uh i told you guys about how we've been sleeping with wes in the big bed uh when we're on vacation yes yes oh it is glorious it so when is you go so on vacation fun. you don't take a travel crib not anymore but that's wow. only been like uh, only two months since we, and, and it's, it's only been two times <laughs> that we've, mm-hmm. that we've gone on like a weekend thing and we did not bring a travel crib. Must I know. Be so nice. It is liberating. Vacation. Do you guys know how big those travel cribs are? Oh, we travel yeah. with two. Of course you do. We travel with Woof. two. Woof. Oh I can God. barely pack for myself, guys. You <laughs> make me feel like a pile of poo. <laughs> Ned makes fun of me for, for spending like hours packing, yeah. but I'm packing for myself. I'm packing mm-hmm. for the baby. Mm-hmm. Half the time I'm packing for Ned. Oh I mean, my God. I know. I used to pack for myself and my husband, Watson, and now I pack for myself and my girls. And I'm like, you take care of yourself. <laughs> you can handle this. Yeah. So, you guys, this is your podcast. What's it going to look like? What's it going to be like? I feel like it's going to change and develop as we go on, but we may start talking about things that are going on in the world, just having light conversations between us, uh, pop culture. I feel like Becky knows a lot about pop culture, uh, and I know absolutely nothing about <laughs> pop culture. But I also feel like I also feel like this podcast is going to be about like being women. I want it to feel like a conversation between friends. So anyone can turn on this podcast and listen. And hopefully we'll start incorporating guests down the line. But we really want to just, with the state of the world right now, we really just want to focus on developing this podcast and being comfortable with our dynamic and then opening it up to more people. Yeah. And if you guys have any suggestions for things that you would want us to talk about or uh, that's really it. Just talk about because podcasts are for talking. You can. You, I was gonna say do sing um, out. <laughs> yeah, I guess Keith <laughs> sings um, in the boys podcast. But if you have any suggestions for this podcast, anything you want us to talk about, you can email us at you can sit with us pod at gmail We have an email address. We have an We're email. Our very own. It's for real. What? Wow. For real. Yeah, you guys are actually best friends. So this is like a best friends conversation that is being opened up to everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when the boys started, 
with Try Guys, it was like they had to be sort of forced friends. And then <laughs> people forgot we also had to be forced friends at the beginning, right? Like <laughs> our friendship was not an organic, like right. I didn't meet you in like a class right. or right. In, in school or something. We didn't think to ourselves, huh, we should be friends. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we have a lot in common. Yeah. We actually, I think we're friends because we don't have that much in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for maybe our significant others. Yeah. But we learn from each other because, yeah, again, we're not from the same backgrounds. Right. We're not from the same places. Yeah. We mm-hmm. all grew up differently. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so I think that, that's kind of cool. Do you guys ever think about uh, that first year at the Streamies? Where we sat in the, oh, in the back, the way the back, back. <laughs> table like one hundred and forty four. I still so, have that. We picture. were surrounded by empty tables. Rachel, you would not believe it. Have we showed you this photo? No, this sounds rude. It by is the streamies. So funny. It, it was, was so really funny. funny. Well, first of all, they wouldn't let us in because somebody forgot our ticket. <laughs> I think it was like the PR person for BuzzFeed. Yeah. And the boys had told us like, oh, you guys are going to come with us and you're going to sit with us and it's going to be great. We, we spent I thought hours. It was hilarious. We spent <laughs> hours getting ready because it was our first big event. I know. It was our first big event. It was a guy's first big event. We wanted to be there for them. And so they had to be with like the BuzzFeed publicist. And so we didn't know what to do. So we all showed up and we all like got together beforehand. Right. And, like, we got ready together. Hors d'oeuvres and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're all excited. And the boys were all together. Together and we're like, we're gonna meet you there. Yeah, it's gonna be so fun. And we had Matt, of course, Matt and so and so well. the four of us were like, we showed up. We we all got an Uber together. I think, yeah, I think yeah. we went from Matt's house. Yeah, yeah. we went. Yeah. yeah, and so we all. Yeah, yeah, we did. We all we all left Matt's house. We had probably started drinking at that point. And thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were about to go to a award show where we didn't know anything. Yeah, and so we show up and. Uh, there's there's not really anybody there to help us, you know. So we so we walk up to the ticket table and we say, um, "Ariel Fulmer." We're all <laughs> we behind her. We all also said Ariel. <laughs> yeah. Even before she was a mom, she was, she was our mom. Yeah. We would make her go. She was the only one on camera. Ned's yeah. wife. So we're like, we're like "Ariel, can Ariel, you go? Can go you talk go figure to it out. Figure it out, they, Ariel. They might they might know you. Maybe yeah. maybe go, if you Ariel, go, go, maybe if yeah. you go." So I walked over. I was like, "There should be there should be four tickets for us um, <laughs> we're, the, we're the significant others of the, like we're the plus ones of the the try guys and they were like i'm sorry who the who are the try guys <laughs> and like, oh shit we were like, like oh, oh no. crap this is not good they didn't have tickets for us uh and so so we all started calling our significant others <laughs> while they're on the red carpet and so they're like oh my god i'm so sorry uh, we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure it out so we're kind of standing outside with everybody else you know, like, mm-hmm. this, like this is cool. Is cool. <laughs> this is cool. And, and then finally the, the BuzzFeed publicist comes out and she's like, okay, so I talked to the like person in charge of the streamies and we, we got you tickets and, and so we got you a table. So come with me, you know? And so we walk over and they put us in the farthest table, like the very last table was, in the entire place. It was so funny. I Surrounded by empty tables. Oh my gosh. And so, and so it's the four of us sitting back there in the back. Like alone. Alone. Could you see 
only guys. alone. No, we could see them. We could see them like, <laughs> we, we could see, see them, like, like little head, dots. Yeah. They were like all the way in the front. It was unreal, but we had a fantastic time. I remember because oh, yeah. there's an yeah. open bar and like really. <laughs> there's only four at us at a, like a 10 person table. So we got oh my God. all the food. We got all the food. All the desserts. Oh, wait, when, all the food. There was we got no food. The, the emoji cookies that show up every year. Yeah. The streamies are notorious for I'm not pretty sure they, feeding anyone. I'm pretty sure they put them in a box every year and bring them out the next year. Gross. The emoji cookies are. are the sugar cookies that are like very hard. You guys all know what cookies mm-hmm. I'm talking about. They're, <laughs> They're so gross. You, you've had them. Yes, I've yes, had them. They're gross. They're, They're gross. Wait, you actually ate one? I think so. I haven't <laughs> eaten all. I worked I the streamies. I haven't eaten all day. And I was like, I'll eat some cookies. Why not? Why? It's, it's the only thing on the table. Starving. And they, they look appetizing. Like they they're actually cute. look they like they cute, could be good cookies, delicious. but they are not. They are I not. It's like a piece of plastic. Hit my cookie against the table and onto... it doesn't break. I'm not putting that cookie anywhere near my mouth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maggie, was that the year we had to use someone else's la- uh, names to get into the after party? Oh, yes. Do you remember that? Yes. I remember oh, I was oh, oh, YB. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You I think YB. you were YB. I was YB and, and you were... I was Sanjana Silam. Sanjana. You were Sanjana. That's yes. right. Oh, my gosh. I was like, you be Sanjana. And yeah. Becky's like, I can't be Sanjana. And then they like even like checked her IDs and stuff. And I was like, YB? It's a Becky. Why not? Okay. Okay. It says Bex. Sure, yeah. I go by YB Chang. Yeah, Yeah, I know it says Rebecca here, but YB is my nickname. Um, Speaking of YouTubers and YouTube award shows. Oh. Well, this has nothing to do with YouTube award shows, but it's probably where I heard of most Mm -hmm. of these YouTubers. (laughs) Guys, this weekend, (laughs) the YouTube space exploded in nonsense. Oh, my God. Sure did. Doesn't it always, though? Yes, but I feel like it exploded more than it normally does. In like real time nonsense. Chaos. Yeah. Chaos and nonsense. Um, so Shane Dawson videos and old clips of him have resurfaced because years it's basically like every five years mm-hmm. someone finds these clips of Shane Dawson. Uh every five being, years. How long has he been on the internet? Forever. Mm-hmm. Apparently forever. How long has the internet been around? <clears throat> 15 years? 20 years? (laughs) No, No. I think like the internet was invented when we were little or like babies. But he was like one of the OGs, right? Um, And he also had like podcasts and did these other like interviews and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of this like shock jock is Mm -hmm. essentially what Mm -hmm. I would equate him to is he says like very outlandish things. But um, he is like known for... (laughs) being super racist and saying like super racist (gasps) shit, very like problematic things about young girls, but it kind of like culminated this weekend in this like epic explosion. And then randomly uh, a beauty YouTuber that he was also feuding with or that he wasn't feuding with, but she randomly inserted her opinion into the nonsense and it was just chaos. And the apology videos are coming (sighs) out left and right. I just think if you have to put out an apology video every five years, maybe you're not really sorry. Also, maybe your content is not appropriate. Yeah. And like, you're not doing anything. You don't have any, like, he's never had any actionable changes that he's made, Mm. right? Same with like Jeffree Star. No actions have been taken. I think a, a better example of an apology video is Jenna Marbles. 
Mm. You know, mm-hmm. she took down and privatized all of her content. And then she even like pulled out content that nobody like had called her out for, essentially. Mm-hmm. She called she herself was, she out. Called herself, she's like, I did this video <laughs> and that's not okay. And then she's like, I'm going to take time off YouTube. I don't know if I'm going to come back, but I got some shit to do. Well, and I feel like that was like an actionable so, thing. So do you accept their apologies? Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not the one to accept you know her mm-hmm. her apologies the the people that she was mocking are the ones sure. that can sure. accept her apologies that makes sense i'll accept her apologies for like the slut shaming part right mm-hmm. and i'm like okay that could kind of offend me mm-hmm. i appreciated but, that in her video she not only showed footage of things that other people found hurtful but she also identified how she has some things that she needed to explore herself that she it's, isn't even aware of so i thought that was Interesting. And then when I watched Shane Dawson's, I just kept seeing him repeat over and over. That was that was the old me. That's not me. Like, I don't know who mm-hmm. this like I'm disgusted. I um, so, OK, so I, I was talking about this with Ned uh, because I, you know, I watched the videos and then I thought to myself, like, what is this? Why is everybody doing this? And and why is it problematic? But also you know, why didn't somebody call them out earlier if their content was so problematic? He has been, but though he has, right? He's been called out, like when I said five years, not a joke. He has Mm -hmm. been called out like on the dot almost every five years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just, it, it brought up this question between us of like comedy and how comedy changes throughout time, you know, and how the the people that have the most problematic content it seems like they're the people that have been they they are the OG YouTubers they have been on the platform for the longest time and so their content is older there and and therefore potentially more problematic because i don't know maybe maybe they are terrible people but also maybe they're like the things that they were doing were okay when they did them which brings up a whole different question mm-hmm. of of like why was it okay then and it's not okay now you know why didn't why didn't somebody call it out then i don't know about other people but i think specifically with him mm-hmm. he has always been problematic mm-hmm. and like if you look at uh, i i took a little deep dive on the internet to see like what <laughs> what 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 are people getting mad about like mm-hmm. i again like maggie said i i didn't watch his content religiously or anything so i don't i watched the jake paul documentary because mm-hmm. obviously i want to know what's up with those other lunatics <laughs> um fully other just crazy <laughs> darn midwesterners but they're from ohio and i'm starting to learn ohio not the place the different kind <laughs> of <Midwest. laughs> Not the place. Every time I listen to a true crime podcast, Ohio. Mm-hmm. We also got the Paul brothers from Ohio, Steubenville, Ohio. I mean, there was a guy who like kept women in his house for like 20 years in Ohio. I got thoughts about Ohio. Not as deep as the thoughts of Indiana, but <laughs> Ohio. Mm-hmm. Honestly, those are like the two states where if you ask me to like put the names of the states on the United on the map of the United States, I couldn't tell you where Indiana. Yeah. They're, they're around Illinois. <laughs> they're yeah. Illinois. Oh, the Midwest is like a black hole. <laughs> yes, they're all big. They're all. Big. They're all yeah. you're not. Sure. I know Ohio's like big and square. I could probably find it somewhere. Illinois is a hand. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. Been, I've lived. You lived in Illinois. Like yeah, I could do Michigan, yeah. but I don't. but I digress about states. <laughs> um, 
I think his stuff was always problematic. And it's not, I feel like the argument of like, well, things used to be funny. We mm-hmm. used to be able to make that joke. Yeah, well, we used to do a lot of I shit know. that was yeah, fucked I up. Know. But I do believe like people can change. Like mm-hmm. Jenna Marble's video, she yeah. showed that she is sorry and she and is and is trying to examine change but do we have to be here for it like do i have to be here for her personal growth or his yeah youtube is the way that they make money and not anymore sorry not not anymore well well, okay so so now they have been demonetized they their their platforms they they have been Mm deplatformed youtube like the big daddy took them off basically mm-hmm. said you cannot be here anymore well no they said they can be there you can't make money via this platform so we'll still give you an audience who could buy your merch but mm. we will not share our AdSense. With right you. you can't right right youtube gets 50 mm-hmm. percent like yeah they get a decent split mm-hmm. so all of those like racist videos all the things that the paul brothers right. do anything that anyone has done that's been monetized youtube has taken 50 percent of that so wow so YouTube is still making money off of their content then? No. Now that it's demonetized, they there means no advertisers. No, there's no ads. ads. Okay. But they've gotten all the money that they had. Got it. Had used. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I did have one idea of how Shane Dawson could take an actionable change. Mm-hmm. All of the money that he earned off of his highest performing videos, so probably like the... Um, Jake Paul, Jeffree Star, the long documentaries that he does. Mm-hmm. Donate it. Yeah. You know where it is. You know how much you made. Money talks. If you're really interested in changing, you've mm-hmm. shown words don't matter because you mm-hmm. keep apologizing. <laughs> you got a ton of money. We've seen your house. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Say bye-bye to some money. Yeah. Put it, yeah. Put it in some causes. Seriously. Donate yeah. it around. Yeah. Ask yeah. people for their cash app and Venmo. Right. Because the apology is just such a performance. It's so yeah. hollow. That, is, that and is what it is. Yeah. And it's centering yourself in the middle of this. It's very like mm-hmm. the world revolves around me and I'm so sorry what I've done to the world. And I want yeah. a little less Shane Dawson yeah. and a little more anything else on the planet that was that was part of the problem that i had with jenna with with jenna marble's apology Uh which which seemed to be better taken Mm -hmm. than shane dawson you know people are are like shane dawson's was was very uh it it felt very hollow like you like like you were saying Mm -hmm. but uh jenna marbles everybody's like oh you know i'm really glad that she did that and yet when i was watching it i was thinking to myself like here, here she is saying like, I'm going to take a break from YouTube. I don't know if I'm going to come back. That felt very much to me like I'm, I'm doing this because of you guys. Like I'm going to remove myself and take, take the, my content away from you because, mm. you know, it, I don't know. It just felt very, it, it felt like she was turning herself into a victim. Mm-hmm. I don't know? know if I agree with that. Like I could notice parts in her video too, where she would uh, jump cut and she never cried on camera, whereas with other v- apology mm. videos that I've seen, I've seen a lot of tears. Yeah. A lot of tears. A lot of tears. And it's just, it almost, like, I feel, whenever I see someone crying, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, stop crying. Please stop. This is why you're too good for this world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what to do. But uh, I think when you get into certain videos, too, they talk about, like, cancel culture, which is, like, a new thing. Mm. And I think cancel call I keep putting it in quotes because I'm like I it's not a culture right <laughs> it's, it's cancel culture it's 
I think it's holding people accountable. Do I think that you should uh, be your entire life should be ruined if you made one comment 10 years ago in high school or when you were a child? No, no. Do I think if you have a history and a repeated pattern of doing bad things that you shouldn't be idolized or make a ton of money? Yes, a hundred percent. And that's and that's it. But I think there, I at least with like Tati's video that she did, forty minutes. Watch that on two times speed. Um, still twenty of my minutes. Still of my twenty life. minutes of your life. You, you will, will not, not get, get back. back. <laughs> um, she was like this idea of cancel culture. I don't want anyone canceled. I don't want blah blah blah. When she was talking about like Jeffrey Star, who also has like a crazy history of racism and um, a lot mm-hmm. of insensitive comments. Same with James Charles. It's like. It's not cancel culture if you've been doing something bad for a long time and someone says, I don't like that you're doing bad things. Yeah. That's different. And you, you can't lump yourself in with them. Get mm-hmm. to like be idolized and famous and make money off of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, the other problem I have with all of this is they're taking up so much space on the internet with their yes. voices. Mm-hmm. And I think we need less of their voices. Yeah. Mm hmm. That kind of makes me mad that I was like watching their videos to know what was going on when I could have just been consuming other content or amplifying other voices. Is it their responsibility or is it the audience's responsibility or is it YouTube's responsibility? Whose responsibility is it to, to, to say these things, you know, Mm -hmm. like if they don't know that what they're saying is wrong, then how are they supposed to change it? I I feel like it's it it somehow should come from the audience. You know that that if if their content is problematic, uh, that the audience should not watch it. We we should not watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we are watching it. We've mm-hmm. all watched it, mm-hmm. and and so. Whose responsibility is it now? I think it's YouTube's responsibility, mm-hmm. in my opinion. To pull it off entirely? To, yeah, to pull things or to say something's not right. Because it's mm-hmm. like, it's such a crazy platform where like, I was watching some videos where they were talking about how like, if lesbian is in the title of a video, it mm-hmm. gets demonetized. What? Because the algorithm picks it up as being um, inappropriate. Mm. <gasps> so what? all of these like LGBTQIA+, creators their content's getting demonetized but fucking jake paul can loot a a mall in arizona so they claim that it's like learning because it's the ai does the first pass and so they've learned which is also kind of sad that the ai has learned that so if they can do that with their ai why can't they why are no other steps being taken why have shane dawson's videos been online for so long why have yeah why does bad content circulate and like now they're taking i know they take down like covid conspiracy videos yeah Mm -hmm. um because people on i feel like people on twitter are always like i can't believe it freedom of speech i'm like (laughs) Bitch, you signed a user agreement. This isn't, you're not standing on the sidewalk. You're using a, a platform that's a privately owned company. That yeah. doesn't. YouTube is, it, it, their compass is led by advertisers. Mm-hmm. And advertisers mm-hmm. aren't, they're not led by a moral ethical compass either. These are companies that just want to sell products. Yes, they don't have like a moral and ethical compass, but they do have rules and regulations, right? Mm-hmm. Keith's song about, Lou Berger has a song about vaginas. It's completely factual. It is not <laughs> sexualizing a vagina. It's just <laughs> facts. It's age-gated. So you have mm-hmm. to be 18 and sign in to get on those videos or to watch that video. Mm-hmm. Yet you can watch something else that's horrible 
Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. There's some Logan Paul video or something that's not age gated. And it's like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's not a universal standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, I think a lot of it has to do with like who are the biggest creators, right? Shane Dawson. Who makes the most money? Who makes the most money? Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, they just need to get their like rules and do they better set. Mm-hmm. Allow problematic videos to exist from these creators because they create a lot of news stories and that creates a lot of viewership, including these apologies we all watched because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. circulating, which creates a lot of money for YouTube. And our their audience that they're that are watching these things, like mm-hmm. speaking of age gating, is kids. Kids are watching Shane Dawson's mm-hmm. videos. Kids are watching the mm-hmm. apology video. Kids are watching. And you can't expect kids to, I mean, they are they are consuming the content that is put out there. You can't expect them to consume something and then have, it, take it in and then have good judgment on who they should be following. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're going to follow who their friends are following. Yeah. And and so it goes right back to maybe it is the the responsibility of the creators because they are creating for kids mm-hmm. and they need to put out content that is inclusive and, you know, something that doesn't hurt people. That should be like every platform in every, general. I, I mean, uh, you cannot put out content that hurts be a people. a better place <laughs> yeah. if everyone was trying to put out content that was inclusive and enacted change in the world mm-hmm. and set an example for good and raised up voices unlike your own. And mm-hmm. cultivates an audience that just cares about people yeah Yeah. i mean we we all have responsibility too you know so Mm -hmm. it's it's a question for us as well and i think it is on people who do have other creators who have big platforms to speak against these things right we all have Mm -hmm. a decent instagram following Mm -hmm. and speak for yourself becky (laughs) rachel we're gonna get you there we're gonna get those those babies are gonna be gerber baby models (laughs) in no time they already are rachel you you told me once that you like get approached all the time oh i Mm. the girls we go to coffee shops all the time and the girls get scouted at the coffee shop. I shops bet. Oh my god. For gosh. baby products. Of course, of Ergo baby, Appa baby. They oh, you like, get that free stroller, girl. I yeah. know. That's like a thousand dollar stroller. It is. I remember when I was growing up, when I was like a little, little girl, I wanted twins and my mom's like, okay, Maggie, whatever. And then I like became a pediatric nurse and I'm like, Maybe twins Maybe like not. aren't the thing. Maybe and then I saw Rachel time. with her two babies. I'm like, oh my God, she makes it look so good. You do. I want <laughs> to make it look easy. I'll babysit for a couple know. days. She and makes then it you look can tell so me. I know, I know. Trust me. It's Kids not are a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. But they're yeah. 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 They are. <laughs> but we love them. Did you want to get into any of the beauty blogger, beauty vlogger drama? The no. only like other thing is you know, I think we got to remember when kids are kids, like uh, James Charles, when he started and was on this platform, he was a child. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. under 18 and he was befriended. I'm putting in air quotes by people that were in their late twenties to mid thirties. Like that's weird. It's not <laughs> that's an super weird relationship. No. So yeah. I think while I don't think James Charles gets any sort of pass on like his things that he has said, I would say, personally, I feel kind of the worst for him. Mm-hmm. Not in any way that I would like still continue to support him or have ever supported him. But I do feel the same way I feel bad for Justin Bieber at times where you're like, man, something must have, something's got to snap when you're that young and you get that famous and you're your voice is being amplified so much, yeah. but you don't even know what you want to say. Something yeah. has mm-hmm. to 
snap. And I think then you, there's a long history of that. Yeah. Michael Jackson, Britney Spears, like yeah. all oh, of these. Amanda Bynes. Bynes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you compound those things with, I'm not saying James Charles has any sort of mental illness. No. I don't know the state of his being. But with other child stars that we've seen when they're young and they get super famous and then, you know, a lot of mental illness starts in your late teens to your early 20s, kind of the peak of when they're probably doing a bunch of drugs, probably their head's already getting messed with by the you know paparazzi and all of these mm-hmm. things. And so I can't imagine that kind of pressure on a literal child. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we forget that, like when we compare James Charles and Jeffree Star and Tati and Shane Dawson and all of that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Some, some of them are adults and some of them are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet we yeah. group them all into the same category. category. Mm-hmm. That, that is really interesting. I will say right now that I have never thought about that. I have um, been grouping them all into the same category and holding them all by the same standard. Yep. And yet they should not be. Mm-mm. They it, James Charles started when he was far too young. I mean, he can start whenever he wants, but, you know, too young to have, have that kind of pressure on him. Um, and, you know, I think that a lot of YouTube stars uh, start too young yeah. for that kind of that kind of fame. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know. They don't yeah. know what to do with that. That voice. Well, I think they should be held responsible. They should just be told. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, but but bad, maybe by who? Bad kid. <laughs> you know, like their parents? Maybe, yeah. maybe their Becky parents. Becky becomes have, a parent. I know. Bad, bad kid. Bad, bad kid. Bad kid. Who's <laughs> saying Alfred? Bad Alfred. Bad. <laughs> He's a cat. Yeah. Not a baby. <laughs> I think it's okay. Yeah. We wag our finger at him. Yeah. I think it's, I think it is, uh, again, the responsibility of the collective we to hold people accountable Animal. for things that they say mm-hmm. and do. That, that was one of the main, uh, I feel like I remember Shane Dawson repeating that over and over was, you know, I did that when I was a child and I'm no mm-hmm. longer a child, you know, yeah. and that, that was his, his, his argument was yeah. I'm, I'm, I can say this now because I'm not a child. I can, I can apologize for the things that I did, but I'm also not saying I, I, I'm also not taking full responsibility because I was a child. Well, and he's still been saying those things, right? <laughs> yeah. Some of the videos that are circulating. He's, he's like, like 25. 25. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the cutoff at 21. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like the collective, we hold YouTubers and Instagrammers and TikTokers and <laughs> whatever new platform comes up, you know, next year. The fact that we're starting to hold them responsible for things will make them think twice before they... Um, post that video before they go live, before they do this. So it is, in a way, a form of progress. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we think individuals, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the specific individuals we're talking about, are going to have any change, I think the collective space is going to be changing. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. And and YouTube ha- is making the change too. You know, they they have they have spoken. They have said. No money for you. No money for you. You know, that's, <laughs> thank goodness. They're, they're, that's that's yeah. what they do. That's what they yeah. can do. They're using what they can do, and we are using what we can do too. Yeah, we just started a podcast yeah. in the middle yeah. of all of this. You know, it makes me it makes me excited. It makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to to be a part of all of this controversy, um, and to be talking about it. I don't. You know, it's. It's a strange time. I know. Yeah, yeah, in the middle of a pandemic and of finally dismantling systematic 
racism. Mm -hmm. You guys are putting your voices out into the world. So what's coming up in the future? That is a great question. What is coming up in the future? Um, you just literally asked me to tell you what the future holds. <laughs> and I don't know the answer to that. No. Um, you know, we, we really want this podcast to be inclusive. And we want to talk about the things that our audience wants us to talk about. We, we invite you to come sit with us. Um, we want to to talk about the things that are interesting, the things that are on your mind. So leave us a review, uh, put a conundrum in your review, and we will talk about it on the podcast. Uh, you know, send us an email at youcansitwithuspod.com dot slash at gmail. Slash dot. Let me try that again. Slash dot net. Yes. We're going to do some couples courts uh, talking mm -hmm. about our own personal, you know, some Ooh, relationship conditions that we've had. <laughs> We're going to talk about pop culture. We're going to talk about health and wellness. Mm -hmm. Should we talk about who should boink, marry, kill? Boink, marry, kill. <laughs> we yeah. all know you, how it's going to end. That's what you want to talk about? Let's you got play. it. I love playing boink, marry, kill. <laughs> you do it right now. Go. For Q3? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Actually, yeah. Pick. No, I'm Maggie. Let's pick. We're going to end no, the podcast with Maggie. On the spot. Mary who kill. are you going to kill? On the spot, who do you kill? I'm not going to answer that. You have to. You have to. You have to. You got to kill someone. Okay, no. you can you can kill me. I know it's the hardest. I I'll just I'll just put myself I out there right now. And I'm, then and then you, you, have, and a then you have a child. You have a child. So Becky's dead. Hey. <laughs> Does Alfred mean nothing to you? I love Alfred. He means nothing. No. <laughs> okay, I'll take so it. I'll take it. Who are you gonna boink? Yeah. Who are you gonna boink? You both have children. I could never do that to your family. <gasps> I could never. I could Meaning never. that she would ruin our households because <laughs> we'd be forever in love. <laughs> I know. We're all married. Maggie would never be the other Maggie woman. Maggie would marry everyone. <laughs> yes. I know. And you would marry well. everyone. Um, okay, well, that's the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, Becky, do you want to send us out with um, a song? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because you're Keith's wife. <laughs> Can I don't know. You know they say spouses take on each other's humor. Or maybe, maybe, maybe give us like a, a bodily noise that, what? That, that you have heard recently. I don't know. What, what bodily, I'm, I'm what shooting bodily noise here, guys. Fighting. I'm shooting Are you the hip here. I'm just trying to end the podcast in like a fun way. <laughs> and, and, and I feel like all I'm getting is negativity. What about, what about here? Here, I'm here to support yeah. you, Ariel. What okay, about we close with a fun fact about Becky? Go. <laughs> every, every time we close with a fun fact about, about Becky. Becky. Okay. <laughs> oh, fun fact about me. So we've already talked about my name's. Becky, trying to drop the Y. Yeah. Birth name Rebecca. Yeah. I have a brother named Michael, and Michael has Michael will never be called Mike or Mikey. My mom never allowed anyone to shorten my brother's name. Yet, I have never been called Rebecca by my family. Not really? even when I'm in trouble. I've been Becky always. Oh. Nobody calls huh. me Rebecca. Anywho, but that's my fact. And bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>